So today is February the 1st, and Darren and I are in the book of Leviticus, and we're going to read chapters 5 through 8. Okay, Leviticus chapter 5. Now if a person sins after he hears a public adjuration to testify when he is a witness, whether he has seen or otherwise known, if he does not tell it, then he will bear his guilt. Or if a person touches any unclean thing, whether a carcass of an unclean beast or a carcass of an unclean cattle or a carcass of unclean uh, swarming things, though it is hidden from him and he is unclean, then he will be guilty. Or if he touches human uncleanness or of whatever sort his uncleanness may be, with which he becomes unclean and is hidden from him, and then he comes to know of it, he will be guilty. Or if a person swears thoughtlessly with his lips to go to do evil or to do good, in whatever matter a man may speak thoughtlessly with an oath, and it is hidden from him, and then he comes to know it, he will be guilty of, of in one of these. <clears throat> So it shall be, when he becomes guilty in one of these, that he shall confess that in which he has sinned. He shall also bring his guilt offering to the Lord for his sin which he has committed, a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat, as a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement on his behalf for his son. But if he cannot afford a lamb, then he shall bring to the Lord his guilt offering for that in which he has sinned, two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest who shall offer first that which is for the sin offering and shall nip its head at the front of its neck. But he shall not sever it. He shall also sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, while the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. The second he shall then prepare as a burnt offering, according to the ordinance, so that the priest shall make atonement on his behalf for his sin which he committed, and it will be forgiven him. But if he mean if he but if his means are insufficient for two turtle doves or two pigeons, then for his offering for that which he has sinned shall be he shall bring the tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall not put oil on it or place incense on it, for it is a sin offering. He shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his hand handful of it and its memorial portion, and offer it up in smoke on the altar, with the offerings of the Lord by fire. It is a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, which he has committed, from one of these, and it will be forgiven him. Then the rest shall become the priests, like the grain offering. Then Moses, or then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, if a person acts unfaithfully or and sins unintentionally against the Lord's holy things, then he shall bring his guilt offering to the Lord, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your valuation, 
in silver by shekels, in terms of the shekel of the sanctuary for a guild offering. He shall make restitution that which he has sinned against the holy thing, and that and shall add to it a fifth part of it and give it to the priest. The priest shall then make atonement for him with the ram of the guild offering, and it will be forgiven him. Now if a person sin and does and does any of the things which the Lord has commanded not to be done, though he was unaware, still he will still he is guilty and shall bear his punishment. He is then to bring to the priest a ram without defect from the flock according to your valuation for a guilt offering, so the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his error, in which he sinned unintentionally, and did not know it, and it will be forgiven him. It is a guilt offering. He was certainly guilty before the Lord. Chapter 6 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When a person sins and acts unfaithfully against the Lord and deceives his companion in regard to a deposit or a security entrusted to him or through robbery, or if he has extorted from his companion, or has found what was lost and lied about it and sworn falsely so that he sins in regard to any one of the things a man may do. Then it shall be when he sins and becomes guilty that he shall restore what he took by robbery or what he got by extortion or the deposit which was entrusted to him or the lost thing which he found or anything about which he swore falsely he shall make restitution for it in full and add to it one-fifth more. He shall give it to the one whom it belongs on the day he presents his guilt offering. Then he shall bring to the priest his guilt offering to the Lord, a ram without defect from the flock according to your valuation for a guilt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for any one of the things which he may have done or incur or t- done to incur guilt. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law for the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall uh, itself shall remain on the hearth of the altar all night until the morning on the fire, and the fire on the altar is to be kept burning on it. The priest is to put on his linen robe, and he shall put on undergarments next to his flesh, and he shall make up the ashes uh, to take up the ashes to which the fire reduces the burnt offering on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he shall take off his garments and put on other garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on which the altar shall be kept burning on it, it shall not go out, but the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and he shall lay out the burnt offering on it and offer up in smoke the fat portions of the peace offerings on it. Fire shall be kept burning continually on the altar. It is not to go out. Now this is the law of the grain offering. The sons of Aaron shall present to the Lord in front of the altar. Then one of them shall lift up from it a handful of fine flour of grain offering with its oil and all the incense that is on the grain offering. And he shall offer it up in smoke on the altar, a soothing aroma as its memorial offering to the Lord. 
<clears throat> what is left of it Aaron and his sons are to eat. It shall be eaten as unleavened cakes in, the, in a holy place. They are to eat it in the court of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as their share from my offerings by fire. It is most holy like the sin offering and the guilt offering. <clears throat> Every male among the sons of Aaron may eat it. It is a permanent ordinance throughout your generations from the offerings by fire to the Lord. Whoever touches them will become consecrated. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering which Aaron and his sons are to present to the Lord on the day when he is anointed, the tenth of an ephah of fine flour, as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It shall be prepared with oil on the griddle. When it is well stirred, you shall bring it. Uh, you shall present the grain offering in baked pieces as a soothing aroma to the Lord. The anointed priest, who will be in his place among the sun, shall offer it uh, by a permanent ordinance. It shall be entirely offered up in smoke to the Lord. So every grain offering of the priest shall be burned entirely. It shall not be eaten. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is slain, the sin offering shall be slain before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest who offers it uh, for sin shall eat it. It shall be eaten in the holy place in the court of the tent of meeting. Anyone who touches it fl its flesh will become consecrated. And any, and when any of its blood splashes on a garment in a holy place, you shall wash what was splashed on it. Also the earthenware vessel in the in which it was boiled shall be broken. And if it was boiled in a bronze vessel, then it shall be scoured and rinsed in water. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It is most holy. But no sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. Leviticus chapter 7. Now this is the law of the guild offering. It is most holy. In the place where they slay the burnt offering, they are to slay the guild offering, and he shall sprinkle its blood around the altar. Then he shall offer it from all its fat, and the fat tail, and the fat that covers the entrails, and the two kidneys, with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins, and the lobe on the liver, he shall remove with the kidneys. The priest shall offer them up, and smoke on the altar as an offering by fire to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The guilt offering is like the sin offering. There is one law for them. The priest who makes the atonement with it shall have it. Also the priest who presents any man's burnt offering that the priest shall have for himself the skin of the burnt offering which he has presented. Likewise, every grain offering that is baked in the oven and everything prepared in a pan or on a griddle shall belong to the priest who, who presents it. 
Every grain offering mixed with oil or dry shall belong to all the sons of Aaron, to all alike. Now this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings which the Lord, which shall be presented to the Lord. If he offers it by way of thanksgiving, then along with the sacrifice of thanksgiving he shall offer unleavened cakes mixed with oil and unleavened wafers spread with oil and cakes of well-stirred fine flour mixed with oil. With the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving he shall present his offering with cakes of of leavened bread. Of this he shall present one of every offering as a contribution to the Lord. It shall belong to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. Now as for the flesh of the sacrifice of his thanksgiving peace offerings, it shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it over until morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a votive or a freewill offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice. And on the next day, what is left of it may be eaten. But what is left over from the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned with fire. So, if any flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering should ever be eaten on the third day, he who offers it will not be accepted, and it will not be reckoned to him his benefit. It shall be an offensive thing, and the person who eats it eats of it will bear his own iniquity. Also the flesh that touches anything unclean shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for other flesh, anyone who is clean may eat such flesh. But the person who eats the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offerings which belong to the Lord is in his uncleanness, that person shall be cut off from his people. When anyone touches anything unclean, whether human uncleanness or an unclean animal, or any unclean detestable thing that eats of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings which belong to the Lord, that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying that you shall not eat any fat from an ox or sheep or a goat. Also the fat of an animal which dies and the fat of an animal torn by beasts may be put to may be put to any other use but you must certainly not eat it for whoever eats the fat of the animal from which the which an offering by, by fire is offered to the lord even the person who eats shall be cut off from his people you are not to eat any blood either of bird or animal in any of your dwellings any person who eats any blood even that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the, sp- then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, He who offers a sacrifice of his peace offering to the Lord shall bring his offering to the Lord from the sacrifice of his peace offerings. His own hands are to bring offerings by fire to the Lord. He shall bring the fat with the, bre- with the breast that the breast may be presented as a wave offering before the Lord. The priest shall offer up the fat in smoke on the altar, but the breast shall belong to Aaron and his sons. You shall give the right thigh to the priest as a contribution from the sacrifices of your peace offering. 
the one among the sons of Aaron who offers the blood of the peace offering and the fat, the right thigh shall be his as it shall be his as his portion. For I have taken the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution from the sons of Israel from the sacrifices of their peace offerings and have given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons after their due after their due forever from the sons of Israel as their due I'm sorry as their due forever from the sons of Israel this is that which is consecrated to Aaron and that which is consecrated to his sons from the offerings by fire to the Lord in that day when he presented them to serve as priests to the Lord these the Lord had commanded to be given them from the sons of Israel in the day that he anointed them is it is their due forever <laughs> throughout their generations this is the law of the burnt offerings the grain offering the, and the sin offering and the guilt offering and the ordination offering and the sacrifice of peace offerings which the Lord commanded Moses at Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the sons of Israel to present their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Mm. Mm. Leviticus chapter 8. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and the bowl of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation at the doorway of the tent of meeting. So Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. When the congregation was assembled at the doorway of the tent of meeting, Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded to do. Then Moses and Aaron and his sons come near and washed them with water. He put the tunic on him, and girded him with a sash, and clothed him with a robe, and put the ephod on him. And he girded him with the artistic band of the ephod, with which he tied it to him. He then placed the breast piece on him, and in the breast piece he put the the urim and the thummim. He also placed the turban on his head, and on the turban at its front he placed a golden plate, the holy crown, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses then took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and consecrated them. He sprinkled some of it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all its utensils and the basin and its stands to consecrate them. Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Next, Moses had Aaron's sons come near and clothed them with tunics and girded them with sashes and bound caps on them, just as the Lord had commanded. Then he brought the bowl of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bowl of the sin offering. Next, Moses slaughtered it and took the blood with took the blood and with his finger put some of it around on the horns of the altar and purified the altar then he poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar and consecrated it to make atonement for it 
He also took all the fat that was on the entrails, and the lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, and their fat. And Moses offered it up in smoke on the altar. But the bowl and its hide and its flesh and its refuse he burned in the fire outside the camp, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Then he presented the ram of the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. Moses slaughtered it and sprinkled the blood around on the altar. When he had cut the ram into into its pieces, Moses offered up the head and the pieces and the soot in smoke. After he had washed the entrails and the legs with water, Moses offered up the whole ram in smoke on the altar. It was a burnt offering for a soothing aroma. It was an offering by fire to the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then he presented the second ram, the ram of ordination. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. Moses slaughtered it and took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot and also had Aaron's sons come near and Moses put some of the blood on the lobe of their right ear and on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot Moses then sprinkled the rest of the blood around on the altar he took the fat and the fat tail and all the fat that was on the entrails and the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and the right thigh from the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord he took one unleavened cake and one cake of bread mixed with oil and one wafer and placed them on the portions of fat on the right thigh he then put all these on the hands of Aaron and on the hands of his sons and presented them as a wave offering before the Lord Then Moses took them from their hands and offered them up in smoke on the altar with the burnt offering. They were an ordination offering for a soothing aroma. It was an offering by fire to the Lord. Moses also took the breast and presented it for a wave offering before the Lord. It was Moses' portion of the ram of ordination, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him. And he consecrated Aaron, his garments, and his sons, and the garments of his sons with him. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the doorway of the tent of meeting, and eat it there together with the bread, which is in the basket of the ordination offering, just as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. The remainder of the flesh and the bread you shall burn in the fire. You shall not go outside the doorway of the tent of meeting for seven days until that day, until until the day that period. period of your ordination is fulfilled. For he will ordain you through seven days. The Lord has commanded to do as he as has been done this day to make atonement for your behalf, on your behalf. At the doorway of the tent of meeting, moreover, you shall remain day and night for seven days and keep the charge of the Lord, so that you will not die, for so I have been commanded. Thus Aaron and his sons did all things which the Lord 
had commanded through Moses. Mm, thank you, Darren.